You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the third annual WFAN CBS Sports Radio Hall of Fame voting show. This is a very special podcast where we reveal the results in depth of our voting process. And this began three years ago back in 2017. We polled everybody around WFAN and the CBS Sports Network to get an idea of who we would vote for for the Baseball Hall of Fame. We did that again in 2018. We've done it for the third straight year in 2019. This is the first time we are giving you a podcast to go along with it. Joining me right now, a man who collected the ballots. He put the ballot together. I really did all the work. I wouldn't say that. Well, you did the math at the end. I did all of the legwork. Don't you think the math is actually the toughest part? For some, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully the math is correct, but where I got to give you a lot of credit is in the past, we've had 46 votes mm-hmm. in 2017, 48 votes in 2018, and this year we got the number up to 60. A lot of the same people, a lot of the same voters, you know, guys who work here, gals who work here, and we've been able to add a few. Uh, the New York Mets are back in the radio family. That a lot, so, those guys back. Howie Rose was a part of our voting this season. We had the Yankee announcers voting. John Sterling, Susan Waldman, just about everybody Ricky at the radio Ricardo. station. Don't forget Ricky. Can't forget Ricky Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo. So we had a good pool of people that voted this year. So we got that number up to 60. I think the real number with the writers is 400 or 500. Yeah, between 400 and 500. It's a huge number. So I, I understand right off the top that they are dealing with Many, many, many more people. But I figure most of the people voting, I mean, we work at a sports radio station, so they have passion about this. Mm. And the one thing you always have to take into account, we'll take a look at these results, a lot of Met fans and a lot of Yankee fans. New York bias. A New York from bias. New York, basically. Right. So you, you think that's going to play a part of it. And also, in general, a lot of people who are young, which could play a part, too, on how they view steroid users. Right. I mean, we have older guys who are voting. Harris Allen, Joe mm-hmm. Badingo will be the first one to tell you he's old. But in general, a lot of the producers around here, the board ops around here, some of the hosts, I would say that they skew younger than the baseball writers. Fair? Yeah. Yeah, probably all under 40. So here's what we have. In the past, in 2017, we only elected two guys. Right. We we're, only, we're stingy. We're stingy. We do not like putting people in the Hall of Fame. In 2017, the baseball writers elected four guys. Right. Our two, our, I, let me apologize. They elected three guys. We elected somebody they didn't elect, right. Vladimir Guerrero, right. which they were wrong about and we were right about. Uh, we both elected Ivan Rodriguez. Right. They elected Jeff Bagwell. They elected Tim Raines. Those two guys already didn't even come close with our voters. Uh, yeah, I think we were too stingy on those guys. I think those guys are Hall of Famers and I voted for them, but you know. 
It was weird, though, because why would we be so stingy against Jeff Bagwell and Tim Raines? Uh, it, it was a little surprising. Raines is from New York. Oh, well, played in New York at least. Yeah. One World Series with the Yankees. You'd think that he'd get a little bit of a bump there, and he didn't. He got nothing. I mean, the real writers gave him 86%. We mm-hmm. gave him 59%. Now, last year, the baseball writers elected four guys, and again, we were stingy. We only elected three. Uh, we both put Chipper Jones in with pretty much the same number. Right. What'd you expect? We both... Put Vladimir Guerrero in. Two we did it again. Two-time Hall of Fame enshrinee <laughs> for WFAN. Who can so say that? So in our halls, there will be two busts of Vladimir Guerrero. What's so weird about Vladimir is, so with the actual writers, when he missed it the first time, he got 72% of the vote. He jumped all the way up to 93% of the yeah. vote. With us, he was... Pathetic. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's one year. He jumps up that much. Give me a break. With us, he was consistent. Like, he got 87% the year he got in with us, and then he jumped it up to 92%, so pretty much the same. And then we both elected Jim Tomey. Right. The baseball writers put in Trevor Hoffman. We did not even get not him even close. close. Nobody wanted Trevor Hoffman. Anymore. Yeah. He got 51% of the vote with us. With the writers, he got 80% of the vote. I don't know if I – do you remember when I told you Manfred came in and this was the day of the first time we did the WFN Hall of Fame ballot? And I told him, I said, yeah, we actually did our own Hall of Fame ballot here. We got 50 guys, whatever. And he asked me, how did Trevor Hoffman do in your guys' ballots? <laughs> and I said, not even close. He actually asked about Trevor Hoffman? Yeah. What do you think his motivation was behind that? No, I think he was – he told me that he was surprised he didn't get more – a better, a more of a vote well, from us. I, here's why I don't think he did well with us. I think it's called Mariano Rivera itis. Yeah, it's a kind of comparison to we saw the greatest ever do it, and then him. It doesn't even seem close. No doubt. I think that Yankee fans view Hoffman as inferior to Mariano, which he was. And I think Met fans, I know I could speak for myself, we're bitter that in 2006 he blew the All Star game. Mm-hmm when we hoped we would get to the World Series and get home field advantage. Right. Obviously, that didn't matter because they lost in the NLCS. So I think that's why Trevor had a tough time. So here are the results in and 2000. before we go on, yes. I'm pretty confident that none of us would have voted for Lee Smith or Harold Baines. <laughs> the Hall of Fame. No. Harold Baines may have gotten a zero if we, had, if, we were up, if we were up to us to vote for him. Yeah, I don't think you would have done very well. In 2019, we are putting, drum roll please, Three people in the wow. Baseball Hall of Fame. Three people. First, let's start off with a unanimous selection. That's right. Darren Oliver. <laughs> Was it Rick Ankeel? Who's thinking of a comeback? Unanimously, Mariano Rivera got every vote. And I got to tell you. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> I don't think there was anybody who had the guts in this building to vote against Mariano One person Rivera. told me he thought about not voting for Mariano just to piss me off because I was the one collecting the ballots. <laughs> Can you I said re- you could, but it would have really come back on you. I wouldn't have been that upset, and everyone would have just thought you were a jerk. We would have spent the whole podcast ripping this right. person. Will you reveal to us who that was? No, I don't think that's oh, fair. Come on. I don't think it's fair. Well, here's why. I guess it's different, but I was going to say everybody who filled out a ballot put their name. Yes. So we have all the ballots. Mm-hmm. I was going to post some of them online. It's tough mm-hmm. to put it in one document, but I was going to go through a few of them. Some of the ballots that were interesting, some yep. of them that were stupid, some yep. of them that were great. But if you want to keep that Stupid's a secret, in the eye of the beholder. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's certain ones that you'd have to admit are pretty stupid. Okay. But Mariano Rivera got 60 votes, 60 people voted. Uh, congratulations to Mariano. It's deserved. The guy's a Hall of Famer. And, you know, sometimes we say, well, Mariano Rivera shouldn't be the first person to get 100% of the vote Mm -hmm. if he got it with the writers. To me, it doesn't really matter when you think about it. If you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know, for me, it's I don't care if it's 75%, 98%, 90%. 
just get in. I mean, who cares if it's ninety? If it's a hundred percent? I mean, when two if two people somehow don't vote for Mario Rivera in the real Hall of Fame balloting, I mean, who cares? No, I, the guy's going to be there this year. I mean, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, you're right. I mean, when you go to Cooperstown, you go to that beautiful museum, they don't put the percentage of vote on their plaque, nor do they say what ballot they were right. on. Right, yeah. They don't say he didn't get elected the first three times he was on or four, five times or Veterans Committee. He's in. Yep. This guy cruised in. It wasn't unanimous. Seven people didn't vote for this man, but he received 90% of the vote, and that would be the late Doc Roy Halliday. Wow, seven didn't vote for him, huh? Seven votes did not select oh, Roy Halliday. Would you like me to tell you who? Didn't sure. vote for Roy Halliday. All right, you want to hear it? Yes. Right, hold on a second. I'm pulling up my document right now. Yeah. Number one, who didn't vote for Roy Halliday, Just Mike Baseglia, okay. who produces Taz and Moose, mm-hmm. Eddie Schizzeri, right. John Bogan, who works behind the scenes, Ray Martell, who produces Met Baseball, Al Dukes, the producer of The Morning Show, did not vote for Roy Halliday. This one surprised me. My dad didn't vote for Roy <laughs> Halliday because I gave my dad a special vote. He didn't vote for him, so I got to throw him under the bus. Right. Uh, and then also, former ECW champion Taz did not vote oh, for Roy wow. Halliday. So the morning shows across the board do not like Roy Halliday. Yeah. But Segley, Taz, Eddie, and Al. Yeah. My dad is very, very picky, which I like. I mean, I'd rather you go the other way where you're too picky than you just you select rather, everybody. Yeah, you'd rather have a lot of guys on the outside looking in than the inside looking out. Yeah, but Roy got in very easily. Guy had a great career. Won Cy Young's. Had the perfect game. Had the no-hitter in the postseason. Yeah, pitched in the American League East. And I'm biased towards this. What I always loved about him was the fact he would pitch nine innings. He would complete games. Uh, In an era, and it's worse today than it was, you know, 10 years ago when Doc Holliday was at his best. But, I mean, this guy would complete eight or nine games, which I know Bob Gibson and Tom Seaver would laugh at. Saying, oh, great, he completed eight or nine games. But he always led the league. Almost 100 games over 500 for his career, 203 and 105. And if I'm not mistaken, early in his career, he was sent down to the minor leagues because he was ineffective. Yep. And he came back and put it all together and had just an utterly brilliant, brilliant career. It sucked that he was on the Phillies the last part of his career because nobody needed to see him there. But you know, he's one of the great players of all time. There's no disputing it. One, so. two, three, four, five, six, seven, top five Cy Young finishes. That's incredible. That, that's, that tells you something. So in easy Joe, your thoughts? Steroids. You got to turn the mic on. Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez, Sammy Sosa. I'm even voting for him now. Obviously, Clemens. Put them all in. Enough. Here's the nonsense. Here's the problem. Enough of the nonsense. Without people that voted around here, none of those guys got in because the third and final person that we elected to the Hall of Fame, and he got in barely. And I got to tell you, I'm really surprised he got in based on how he did with us last year, and that is Edgar Martinez. Oh, I think I voted for him. Uh, do you remember? Like, I could check for oh, sure. Know you know, he did. Yeah. did you know you... he didn't do steroids that we know of, yes. <laughs> that hurt him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, I, no, he should be in. But did you vote for him last year? Because I, I don't know. think you did. I don't remember that. I don't think I probably did. I think you were one of many, and this happened with a lot of people, who decided now to vote for him. Something happened in the last year with yeah. this guy where all of a sudden he got a lot of votes. That's that kind of happened with Messina now. I'm, I'm eating my – don't mind me here. Well, I'll tell you, you this. You can't see me, can't, right? No, no, no this no. is not a – I look terrible. <laughs> you look Just fantastic. A <laughs> <laughs> it's the beauty of a podcast. That's why I wouldn't do any of that, uh, the video, the YouTube. Like, who the hell right. wants to look at us? No. Um, Mike Messina, that didn't happen with us. He gained votes with the writers. With us, he didn't gain votes. But I'll get to him in a second. But Edgar Martinez, last year with us, only got 55% of the vote. This year, he was right on the number. He finished right at 75%. So the final few ballots that trickled in, 
actually put Edgar Martinez over the top. This morning, as I was calculating, Edgar was going to be short. So I'll give credit to the guys who voted for him. Brandon Tierney and Taz ultimately ended up securing the victory for Edgar Martinez right at the number, 75% on the dot. But what I don't understand is what happened around here. Well, Edgar seemed to have politicked very well in this building to get himself those extra 20%. He, I didn't vote for Edgar Martinez. Right. Now, you did, Ernie? Uh, humble brag, I voted for three people in this ballot, and all three got in. So really? So, look at that. You I mean, I vo- predicted. You only voted for these three I guys? I voted for these three guys, yes. You may have the only perfect ballot. <laughs> well, I, I didn't it vote. It may be perfect in, real, in the real Hall of Fame voting, too. I didn't vote for Edgar Who'd Martinez. you vote for, Ernie? You Those voted three. for Holiday, Holiday, Mariano, and who? And Edgar. Oh, the, three the three guys that we elected. So he actually had the, the correct ballot, according to the people They're around here. They're probably all getting in today, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are – we're always voting for one less guy than the writers. We're yeah, pickier. The question is, will the writers put someone else in? Will they put Mucina in? Will they put McGriffin? Is right. Really, can I ask a question? Is there really that much of a difference between Mucina and Pettit? Uh, yes, Mike Messina was better. Mike Messina was an ace. Mike Messina was clearly the ace of the Baltimore Orioles. Mike Messina, to me, overall was the better pitcher. Let me ask you this question about Andy Pettit. And Andy Pettit, by the way, got five total votes. He just remained on our ballot. He got 8% of the vote. And I don't know if it's a coincidence. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for Messina either. I think you picked up 10 people, though. Who? No, you. there's a max of 10, and I think you voted 10. Oh, I did. So you didn't have room to vote for them. But I didn't maybe vote for that, either of them. Maybe that's why you didn't vote for Edgar last year. Maybe you didn't have room for him. Maybe that was the thing. But... Was Andy Pettit ever the best pitcher in the Yankee rotation? Usually not. No, the answer is no. Usually not. I mean, it's not a trick question. He was never the ace of the New York Yankees. Uh, Mike Messina was an ace for the Orioles for eight for ten is years. Is record that much different? Overall numbers? I mean, I mean, yes. Messina's ERA is high. Yeah, but it's, it's lower than Andy eight. Pettit's. Is it? Yeah. Andy's what? Three nine. Three I think eight? Andy's three, eight, about five. three eight five, and Mike's probably what like three, three six? six eight. Okay. It's relatively close. I'm not saying Pettit should be in. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. I, I could just say, forgetting about numbers, just remembering him, Mike Messina was the ace of the Baltimore Orioles. Andy Pettit was never an ace pitcher. And I'm not even bringing up the HGH stuff. I don't even care about that. Oh, because, no. like, we're dip- with the steroid stuff. Because I voted for Barry Bonds. I voted for Roger Clemens. I look at it and say, do I think the steroids impacted their entire career? If I did, I'm not going to vote for them. Mm. You, you're all in on steroids. And that's yeah, fine. I'm in. And that's one of the splits I I'd noticed. I'd even do them if they would help me. <laughs> well, it's different for us to do it. I mean, we're not trying to break home run records no, or anything like that. No, you're right. I want the golf ball follow. <laughs> no, I understand. But I noticed with the steroid guys, there's a, there's the, I'm not voting for any of them. Mm. Ernie's ballot was like that. My dad's ballot was like that, which I was surprised about. I didn't vote for most guys. Well, was that? <laughs> I didn't vote for most guys. Right, but you didn't even tell me. voted for three guys. Yes. Right, but Barry Bonds is one of the greatest players of yes. all time. He obviously didn't vote for, for him. Guys, no. Right, so that, that's my point. You don't vote for steroid guys. But then there are others who are picky with the steroid guys. Like, you know what I noticed? And this happened on um, four ballots. Someone voted for Barry Bonds and not Roger yeah, Clemens. I told you that when I was collecting them. I said there was a handful of people who voted for one guy, not the other. Yes. I don't see how you do that. I, I think they're even right. Though I, even though I couldn't stand Clemens. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you know what I think it is? Bonds, we know, based on Game of Shadows, when he started using steroids. And I think with Clemens, there's uncertainty. So if you use it, if your vote is based on I don't know when Manny started. He could have done it his entire career. I'm not voting for him. That's the rationale you could also use with Roger Clemens. You really don't know when Manny, he started. Manny well, with like, Bonds, you have an idea of when he started. Manny looked like a different guy in Cleveland than he did in Boston. Yeah, no, no. Much bigger dude. And you're probably right. And Manny actually went down in our votes. Really? So Manny Ramirez He's not last... not likable either, though. Most people don't like him. Yeah, I think that Most has a little bit to like do with Most people don't like Bonds it. and Clemens either. Well, but that, but that's, you know, those guys are just so above and beyond, you know? Yeah. But they have the uncertainty that I mentioned about, you know, where with Bonds, we have an idea of when he did it. 
Uh, so and Bond's it, career was completely established once he started. If we believe the game yeah. of shadows, he had over right. four MVPs already. Right. Clemens is borderline Hall of Famer when he started. So after Edgar, Bonds was the next closest at 67%. Okay. Mariana got 100%? Got 100% of our vote. Kurt Schilling mm. actually got more votes than Roger Clemens. Schilling was closer than Clemens. Kurt Schilling finished with 65% of the vote. Not exactly a likable guy either. No, but the, the, but, but do we care? Let me ask you No, this, I don't Joe. care. Do what do we, I care about? No, like, I voted us. for Clemens. I can't stand them. But not just you. The people around here that are voting, they, they, we're not writers. No, I know. So I don't think anybody gives a damn if they're likable or not, right? Maybe your mm. fandom has something to do with it. What's that? On why people vote. They're fandom. Like, Met fans may hold it against Roger Clemens because they don't like him. And but I vote voted for him anyway. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about in general. Yeah, maybe. But you can't deny how great the guy was. I mean, steroids, no steroids. I mean, you know. But just he, think about it. Roger, he's an all-time great. Kurt Schilling, to me, is a Hall of Famer. I voted for Kurt right. Schilling. I voted for Roger Clemens. Kurt Schilling got more votes than Roger Clemens. That is surprising. Like, think about that for a second. Very surprising. He got 65%. Roger only got 60%. And then after that, there's a huge drop where guys are not close. Manny's at 45%, down from 49 from last year. Mm. This guy gained my boy Jeff Kent, who I vote for every time. Monzo's a huge I think Jeff I voted Kent for fan. Kent, didn't I? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I could no, I'm I think pretty you sure did. I did. Well, Jeff Kent's offensively one of the best second baseman of all time. He, is. he won an MVP. Now, was he average to below average defensively? Sure. But we have below average guys in the Hall of yeah, Fame but if defensively. You're have guys that are like Bill Mazeroski, who's in for one home run in his defense. I mean, you got to put Kent in for his offense. And Kent does much better with us than he does with the actual vote. Last year, his actual vote was 14%. With us, mm. it was 32. Now it's up to 42. Wow. Another guy who took a big jump with us but still far away is Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff last year with us only got 21%. He jumped up to 40%. This is, his last, Fred this is last year, right, on the ballot? McGriff? I'm sorry, what? I think it's McGriff's last year on the ballot. Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think he's approaching the but, end. Well, can I say this? If yeah. Harold Baines is in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> nah, Fred the, McGriff's got to be in the no, Hall of Fame. No, but if you do that, Joe, saying, we're I mean, but everybody just, in. I, I know that. No, I understand. So Lance, Lance, Lance Berkman's in. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> you're putting Harold Baines in. That opens it up to a lot of guys, as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Do you vote that way, though? No, I, I don't know. I didn't vote for McGriff, and you, I wouldn't well, vote for no, Baines. But, but you have an excuse for not voting for McGriff because you got to your max. Right. So I, still did, I wouldn't have voted for you, him anyway. Okay. But the idea that Baines and Lee Smith— The next guy I would have voted for was probably Omar Vizquel. Okay. And let me get probably. to him. I'll give you Omar Vizquel's numbers. Uh, he took a nice little jump with us. He only got 19% last year. He's up to 28% with us. Mm. So a little bit of a jump, a little bit of improvement. Here's the one that really surprises me. This guy polls with us so far below the writers. Mike Messina, who we just talked about. Yeah, right. right. Now, we're in New York. There's a lot of Yankee fans who are voting. With the writers last year, he got 65%. With us last year, he got 32%. And this year, he only moved up to 38%. He is not even close to the Hall of Fame. Why does Mike Messina not do well with the people around here? Yeah, I don't know. And Pettit didn't do well either, right? You said. Well, Andy Pettit got five total votes, which right. is good for 8%. That's, so, no, he's not, not close good. either. Yeah. But what about Messina? Because uh, Mike Messina is going to probably get to the Hall of Fame. And with us, he's not even. You think he's getting in today? Uh, yeah, I think he's leaning towards. I think it's gonna be very close with Mike wow. Messina. It's gonna be very close. I, don't know, I just I think Yankee fans realize though when they're watching him, he was not a great pitcher. I mean, he was a very good pitcher. He had great moments. But was Mike Messina ever a guy you said I got to go watch this guy pitch today? No. Or are you buying a ticket to go watch Mike Messina? I wasn't, and I was a Yankee fan. You go to see the Royal Holidays. You go to see Greg Maddox. You didn't go to see Mike Messina. 
I agree, and I was pumping them up over Andy Pettit, but to me, neither of them are Hall of Famers. They were both very, very good. Very good pitchers. Yeah. Both very good pitchers. Yeah. Now, you can make the argument if they pitched in the NL East, maybe they'd be Hall of Fame pitchers, but they didn't. Andy well, Pettit, though, to me, is much more, even though he went to Houston, is more uh, synonymous with the Yankees. Oh, not even seniors. close. Yeah. Not even close. But it obviously didn't help him here because he only got five total I'm votes. Surprised. John, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but I'm just surprised. Yeah, John Sterling and Susan Wallman both did vote for Andy Pettit. Uh, so I'm not surprised. He got some help there. There you go. And I saw Taz voted for Andy Taz. Pettit. Uh, Larry Walker, not even close. Gary Sheffield was the one I had a very difficult time with. He only got 17% of the vote with us last year, 11% by the writers. This year he jumped up to 27%. I was going back and forth about Gary Sheffield because, truthfully, his numbers, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. No, no question. But when Great I watched hitter. him play... I thought he was very, very good. I never felt no, like I he did. was a Hall of Famer. I did. Did you? Yeah, watching him, I thought Gary Sheffield was a Hall of Famer. Great moment when he hit his 500th home run as a Met. But I'll say this. Nobody nobody hit the ball harder than Gary Sheffield. He did hit it hard. When Gary Sheffield hit the ball, I remember he hit a one-hopper to Pat Burrell once yeah. and nearly killed Pat Burrell in left field. Does that make you a Hall of Famer, though? He I, thought, I thought that he was a great player when I was watching him. I thought whenever he came up, there's one of the better players in baseball. Right. I think what hurts him is what hurts Jeff Kent is he's got a bunch of different teams he played for. Yes. So I he doesn't have agree. that home field fan base that's trying to get him to the I, Hall of Fame. I think that's a. I think that hurts a lot of guys. McGriff. K- it hurts Kent, McGriff. McGriff a little bit, but more so Kent and um, uh, Gary Sheffield. That yeah. If they ever got in the Hall of Fame, what fan base is going out to support him? Nobody. That's that's the biggest. Who's he issue. going wearing the hat for? But yeah, Brewers it going in. This, if this is right, no, 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 no. What it is is that I'm they looking keep, at this on no, TV. I understand it's the live tracking of who has published their ballots. That's why oh, I live think tracking. Messina, right. So anyone who has said their ballots are public, that's where Mike Messina is. Mike Messina is trending to be very close to getting in today. I guess so. I'm Not with us. Not with us. But in I'm general, uh, Andrew Jones, I voted for. I mean, I think this guy's the best defensive center fielder I've ever seen. And he had some really big offensive numbers. And he's not even getting close. He got 15% of the vote. He only got 13% of the vote last year. What the hell? I think I'm a tough marker. I don't think Sheffield's won, but I think Andrew Jones has won. I think there's a huge difference between the two. I think uh, as great as he was playing center field, I think center field defense, I mean, there's a million great center field, great defensive center fielders right now. I think to have a great shortstop is more important than have a great center fielder. Even if. So I grade him on that. But Ernie, scale of yes, even if you can put together numbers alongside it, yeah. is like Jim Edmonds a Hall of Famer? No, Jim Edmonds to me was one of the best, maybe second best defensive center fielder I've ever yeah, seen. He was a great offensive player, not as great as Andrew Jones. No, he wasn't. Andrew Jones had a 50 home run season, right? So, unless you're bringing up steroids, how can you match that? But that's what I'm saying is, I don't think either one is. I think they're both very close in their careers, but I don't think either one's a Hall of Famer. Todd Helton only got nine percent of the vote with us. Do you think that's strictly Coors Field, or did you not view him as a Hall of Famer? Todd of course, Helton. it has to be Coors Field. Yeah. I mean, what else is it? Larry Walker didn't get. Larry get Walker. Larry Walker got twenty-seven percent of the vote, so he did significantly better <laughs> than Todd Helton, which now I, I am I am surprised about because I thought Todd Helton was better than Larry. Here's Walker. my one thing: if you vote for steroid users. Don't you have to also vote for a Larry Walker? Can Why? You, are you holding against him course field, but then saying it's okay to use steroids to help your Well, that's not cheating, though. No, that's exactly my point. It's not cheating. Oh. Course Larry, field is. Yeah, Larry Walker, it wasn't his fault he's playing course field. That's right. where you play. So the course field helped his numbers get inflated, whereas a Barry Bonds, a Clemens, they took steroids to help their performance. You're basically uh, convicting Larry Walker for playing in a, in a 
in a hitter's ballpark. No, 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 no. It's the opposite of your point about Mike Messina. If we're going to benefit Mike Messina because he pitched in the American League East, which right. is tougher than the right. NL East, right. you're almost giving him, you're looking at his numbers saying, yeah, they're not great, but they're he was in the American right. League East. Aren't you doing the same thing with Coors Field players but the other way, in the other direction? I am, but I'm saying Larry Walker played half his games in Coors Field. A steroid user played with... 100% of his games right. under the influence. By the way, how funny. Joe literally just walked out in the middle of it. And left his mic on. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> Joe's the best. He walked in. It He's was, like, all right, I'll jump in. This is fun. It was his <laughs> breakfast contribution. He ate his bagel. He had his tea. And then he just got up and left. And the funny part is if, like, I don't know. What, did, does he realize it was a podcast? I'm not sure. I don't think he realized. He asked if it, if it was on camera. <laughs> But then after that, I don't think he really... Then I think he thought we were just debating in a microphone. Right. <laughs> it's role play. <laughs> Joe's the best. It's part of his greatness. So back to my Larry Walker yes, point. Yes, yes, yes. Is that a steroid user, 100% of the time, his numbers are inflated because of steroid use. Right. Larry Walker's numbers are only inflated half the time because of the games he played in Coors Field. And Larry Walker is playing in a field that he's supposed to be playing in. Yeah, but his, splits, legal. but his splits are terrible. And, and you could argue, well... Maybe that happens naturally. You're just right. naturally better I think naturally at home. Naturally, you can be better at your home ballpark. Look, I, I tried to do this with Look, a lot I of guys. I didn't vote for either one. I'm just saying I have a hard time holding, not holding steroids against the guy, but holding a field against. No, the guy. no, it's and I don't vote for either guy either. But it's a factor. Right. That's all it is. It's a factor. You just take it into account when you make that decision. I always thought watching Larry Walker, ignoring all the numbers, because remember he also performed in an era in which everybody's numbers were right. up. It's not just Coors Field. Everybody's numbers were up. I never watched him and thought Hall of Fame player. I mean, 379, 363. I can't dispute the numbers. Yeah, Bro, MVP. it's like Sheffield. I can't dispute Sheffield's right. numbers. I'm giving you the heart conversation, right. which I think a lot of people still do with this. Yeah, you go with what you thought at the time, which is why I didn't vote for Messina. I, I, I stare at the numbers for Messina, and to me it's still not a Hall of Famer because of what I thought when he was playing. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Billy Wagner did not get helped out by Lee Smith getting in. He's going to get in. He got 7% of, of the us. vote. Yeah. Of us. We're very tough markers. Uh, we lost three guys from our ballot mm. this year. Actually, more than three. We lost, like, a ton of guys. Here are the guys who didn't get a vote. Michael Young, Kevin Euclid, Vernon Wells, Miguel Tejada, Placido Polanco, Juan Pierre, Darren Oliver, Derek Lowe, Ted Lilly, Travis Hafner, John Garland, Freddie Garcia, um, Jason Bay, Rick, and Keel. And Ooh. now your watch has ended. Bye. Yeah, you're done. Roy Oswald got a vote, but he's gone. Do you want to know who voted for Roy Oswald? We know who. Tony Page, right? Tony Page. Yeah. Uh, Lance Berkman got a vote. That came from Taz. Yes. They're both done at 2%. Interesting. Scott Rowland got two votes. Last year, he got three votes. And I think it was Maggie Gray who voted for him and is mm -hmm. now not voting for him. So I mean, she... he's one of the better defensive third basemen. It's just that he was always hurt. Yeah, the... The thing about Roland is this. Obviously, I voted for Andrew Jones and Omar Vizquel based on their defense, and I like to think I'm a tough marker. Right. I get it. I understand the defense aspect, but like you said, I always felt Scott Roland was an underachiever yes. in that he didn't play enough. Yep, always hurt. And so if he played 150 games a year with the kind of defense that he had, maybe I'd look at him a little bit differently, but I, I don't know. I just always looked at him as a guy that didn't play enough and one of the most underrated moments in Met history. After the ND catch, the following inning, Scott Rowland made a terrible throwing error, which I thought was going to set up the match <laughs> to score a run, win the game, and win the pennant, and Rowland would be remembered for that. That was the inning where both Jose Valentin and Andy Chavez couldn't get the runner in. So Scott Rowland's error turned out not to matter. Uh, we mentioned Andy Pettit. 
he got five votes at 8%, so he remains on the ballot. Billy's at 7% remains on the ballot. Todd Helton, 9% remains on the ballot. But for us, we elect three guys in Mariano Rivera, Roy Howard, and Edgar Martinez, and Barry Bonds is not that close. He's closest, but he's not that close. Kurt Schilling followed by Roger Clemens. So And reinforces my point because as much as we want to get on the writers, I think the writers pretty much reflect what the people want. Yeah, I think in general you're right. Um, give you perspective on Bonds. Last year, Barry Bonds got 56% of the vote with the writers. With us, he got 72%. He mm-hmm. was actually closer last year. This year he dropped down to 67%. So we're trending a little bit higher with Barry Bonds. We're trending a lot higher with Kurt Schilling. Schilling got 51% of the vote last year from the Riders. For us this year, he's up to 65%. Clemens is similar. He got 57% of the vote. We're at 60%. We're trending much higher with Manny Ramirez, much higher with Jeff Kent. But right now, it's not enough. So overall, I think we're kinder to the steroid guy, but not enough to put them in the Hall of Fame. And one thing I'm reminded about every year we do this, 75% is a lot. It's hard. You you keep saying it. <laughs> you, you see all these Bonds and Clemens votes come in, and they come in, they come in, and then you do the tally, and they're still not at 75%. It's very difficult to get there. All right, I'll give you a chance before we get out of here with our little Hall of Fame announcement mm. podcast. Name me a couple of people that you think the people listening would be interested to hear their Ooh, ballot. Howie Rose. Howie Rose. All right, find this for a second. Howie Rose, my God, this is very small. Howie Rose is the radio voice of the New York Mets. And they're back in the family now. So because he's back, Howie Rose said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to vote in the Hall of Fame voting. Are you stalling? I am. (laughs) I am. Are you ready? I got it. Howie Rose voted for Roy Halladay. Okay. Howie Rose voted for Mike Mussina. Mm -hmm. Just go through them. Howie Rose voted for Mariana Rivera and Omar Vizquel. Mm. How about that ballot? Very small ballot. Small ballot. Mussina, no shilling. Right, right. The Clemens thing I get because of this, obviously mm-hmm. how he's going anti-steroids. And he, because uh, I talked to him briefly, he loved Vizquel. And he said to me, uh, Vizquel is as close to Ozzy Smith as you can get. And Ozzy Smith is in. Totally agree. And I agree. And yet, for some reason, I can't vote for Vizquel. Why? I don't know why. The only reason I could think of is growing up when we did, Ozzy Smith was marketed very well. Mm-hmm. To the point where you convince yourself that this guy's a superstar. Right. If Vizquel gets the same marketing, would we think he's a Hall of Famer? Probably. Yeah, but you're better than that to 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 know. Well, I was also a kid when Ozzie Smith got voted. Yeah, but now you're an Famer. adult. Yeah, now I'm an adult. So and would you have voted for Ozzie Smith? I don't know now. Oh, well, that's I don't different. know now. That's different. If you if you're telling me, I wouldn't have voted for Ozzie Smith. Right. And so I'm not voting for Omar Vizquel. I would disagree, but I would understand it. I find it really tough to to get why someone and remember it's Ozzie, tough to separate those two. They're so close defensively. And, and Ernie, Ozzy goes better. Ozzy got in on the first ballot right. and got like easily ninety percent of the right. vote. And Vizquel offensively is a better player than Ozzy Smith. Yeah, you want to hear the Yankee voices? So, uh, yeah, sure. You don't sound that interested. Well, we did. We heard them last year, but okay. Did uh, Howie, I want to get to because we oh, because he's new. Howie's here. Yeah, but I don't think anyone really remembers specific All ballots. Right. John Sterling voted mm-hmm. for Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Todd Helton, mm. Edgar Martinez, Mike Messina, Andy Pettit, Mariana Rivera. Uh, hold on, let me see that. Sammy Sosa mm. and Omar Vizquel. Interesting. So he's okay with the steroid guys and obviously gave Andy Pettit some love. Uh Name me one other person, and we'll call it a day. Well, we should probably do Susan's also. Oh, that's true. Susan Wallman. I totally forgot. It's right next to her. She voted for 
Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Edgar Martinez, Mike Messina, Andy Pettit, Mariana Rivera, Kurt Schilling, Omar Vizquel, Larry Walker. Not Similar, a, but a few extra names. To balance it out, give me some Eddie C. Eddie C. So difficult to find. Who's completely killing it with his hockey picks. Yeah, I know. Was How, he 7-0 and over the weekend? I've heard that somehow he picks these hockey games on the Mike Son app, and right. he never gets anything wrong. Right. Kind of like me with the Hall of Fame ballot. <laughs> well, I can't argue with you because you did get it completely right. Eddie Coleman will continue to do pre and post for the New York Mets on their time again, right? new radio home. Yes, yes, it is. Look, a lot of people voted. It's not easy. Hey, 60 people. Eddie C. All right. Oh, I got another one to throw at you when you're done with it. Eddie Coleman, Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Andrew Jones, mm. Edgar Martinez, Fred McGriff, Mike Mussina, Mariana Rivera, Kurt Schilling, Larry Walker. Uh, and one of the last guys to get his ballot in, give me Ian Eagle. Ian Eagle. That's interesting, right? Ian Eagle voted for Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Manny Ramirez, Mariano Rivera, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa. Mm. Ian loving the steroids. Ian loves the juicers. Loving it. The Sosa thing is weird because if Sammy Sosa didn't have steroids attached to him, mm-hmm. His numbers are phenomenal, right. right? But again, while watching him, as great as he was, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it just. Well, I it's because prob- you know that he was juicy. Yeah, you know what? You're prob- <laughs> you probably- know that his whole career is artificial. Yeah, I Bonds guess- was already great. Yeah, I, I mean McGuire's artificial. Yeah, I guess I'm jaded with Sammy Sosa. So that if somehow it came out that he was completely clean. Yeah, the, the reason I'm well, against you knew him. his entire career he was juicing. That's right. the difference, and that's the line that I take with steroid guys that Joe doesn't, that Ian Eagle just didn't, that John Sterling right. didn't. Where, hey, let's put everybody in, and that's the thing. I think we all have a different kind of, and that's the tough thing with Manny Ramirez is that when did he start using? Did he need it his entire career? You know, at first we thought it was just the end of his career, and then you see they got banged in 03 on that yep. 103 person list, and then when he keeps getting caught, maybe he's Maybe that's what he needs to be successful. No, you're so right. So it's hard to judge him. You are correct. Hard to judge A-Rod. So, again, we have elected three people with our WFA and CBS Sports Radio ballots. Mariano Rivera, unanimously. Roy Halladay with 90% of the vote. And right on the cut line, Edgar Martinez at 75% of the vote. Thank you very much for listening to a very special Hall of Fame ballot result edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast.